This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to the NBA Morning Deuce for Thursday. February 18th. Uh, Alex, what time is it? 12.02. It is a fresh day, a new a new day. 12.02 on the East Coast. Full slate of games to go through tonight. Uh, a couple awesome games. Well, actually, one in particular that was just awesome to watch. Um, and then a couple, de- a couple other decent ones, some good endings. Uh, there's still – there's two games going on as we record that will probably – almost certainly be over by the time we're done or by the end so we can discuss them. But the Heat are up 96-85 with eight minutes remaining, seven and a half, eight minutes remaining against the Warriors. No Draymond Green in that one. Uh, The Jazz are now blowing out the Clippers, who, again, are without Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Pat Beverly. So that game looks like it's over. We probably won't even discuss that game too much because it doesn't. you know, the Jazz are have the best record in the NBA and the Clippers don't have their two best players. So mm-hmm. although it is interesting that they were winning for a decent amount of this game and it would have been three in a row without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George that they won. Like, it would have just been weird. Um, but anyways, before we get into tonight's games, two things we have to do. Number one, I think because everyone else in the world is doing it today or yesterday now at this point uh actually it's late now to do this but we gotta wish i guess we gotta wish michael jordan a happy birthday since everybody else in the world wished him a happy birthday right yeah 58 years old second best player to ever play basketball you know you gotta wish the guy a happy birthday (laughs) no way to squeak that in there it's pretty good um happy birthday michael jordan love you is that, is that our is that our Michael Jordan birthday segment? I think so. Yeah, we're not right. Michael Jordan haters. We're just LeBron no. lovers. Well, um, Michael Jordan, the executive and boss, kind of a hater. Okay, not a big fan of that guy at mm-hmm. all. Michael Jordan, the basketball player who pretty much got me into basketball. Yeah, I like I like him. Yeah. He's good. Good guy. Got, yeah. got most people of a certain age into the game. <laughs> yeah. Um. So happy birthday to that guy. 58, 58 big ones. The guy who runs the Charlotte Hornets. Eh. You're not wishing him a happy birthday? No. Okay. No. Although they're probably better to work for now. They seem like they're starting to get their shit together. But With your boy, Mitch Kupchak. Right? Mitch Kupchak. Well, we actually, I, I should say, we were getting our, they kind of were getting their shit together when I was there with Steve Clifford. We made the playoffs. But then it went off the rails again. So anyways, 
people were making a big deal about a guy having a birthday. So I figured, let's say happy birthday. I, I guess we should, we're going to have to start saying happy birthday to like every great player when it's their birthday now, if that's a thing. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So we'll keep trying. Uh, we'll try to make them more interesting segments than this one because. <laughs> oh, is this, is this, yeah. this, is this low energy? I feel like, but I'm just not excited. I just yeah. was like, everyone was, everyone, everyone on Twitter, I mean, at Twitter, but everyone's happy birthday. Everyone's really excited about Michael Jordan's birthday. Mm. It's 58. It's not even an exciting birthday. I know. I just feel like it's because it's coming off the documentary and like it, Michael Jordan is hot. He's hot right now. You know, <laughs> Michael Jordan's hot right now. <laughs> All right, fair enough. It's probably because he just bought a NASCAR team. Ah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, we do have to talk about a game from Tuesday night that we didn't address on the show because we were recording while it was going on and we figured it was that it was that it was a blowout or that the Nets didn't have a chance. The Suns and the Nets played on Tuesday night. It was the last game of the night. We didn't really talk about it because as we were going, as we were finishing up the show, it was pretty much a blowout. It was uh, at least 15 points when we were looking at it. And there was no KD, no Kyrie. So they're like, okay, this game doesn't matter. Whatever Suns are going to win. Suns were rolling at that point. I think they had won six in a row. And then um, James Harden proved or showed exactly why no matter what team you are, if you have an opportunity to trade for James Harden, you trade for James Harden. Mm-hmm. It is great. I mean, I lost sight of it too. It is crazy. I was, I was before the trade happened, I was wondering, you know, ah, dude, do you not give up Tyler hero and Duncan Robinson? And so, yeah, it's, it's pretty clear. You got to, I mean, I'm at a point now where on my other show with Norris Cole, where we were, we we're talking about the heat specifically. And we were like, I was like, I think I'd probably give up Tyler hero for John Collins at this point. Hmm. So, and, and not, and it's not nothing against Tyler hero. So John Collins is really good and the way the Heat roster is built right now. Like, so that being, that's just to emphasize the point or not that I would definitely do it, but that I would very much consider it. Like it would be a, I would have to like really, it would have to really be on the table. Like it's not like something where I'm like, no, I wouldn't give up Tyler here for John Collins. No way. Whereas before the season started, there were people who were like, I wouldn't give up Tyler here for James Harden. And even yeah. us, we were on the fence. We were like, yeah. Would you do it? Would you mortgage your future for? Yes. Yes. And this is the type of game that it, I don't remember exactly. Enough. I don't even have the box score pulled up because I have all of tonight's games pulled up, but he just went off in the fourth quarter and basically yeah. carried them back. I've got work. it up. They won the fourth quarter 40 to 24. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> he had 38, five for 11 from three, 11 assists. I mean, he, he just, he put on an absolute show in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was a great game. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we hit that because I we we can't get every game. We can't get to every game, you know. It's, I mean, he also he also saved Kyrie a little bit because had he not gone off in that game, I think there it would have been a bigger story that Kyrie showed up to the arena with a walking stick. Hmm. Did he really? <laughs> That's... Yeah, he did. Like a like just a big like walking stick. Like made of like oak or like what was it? Some like? type of some type of wooden walking stick. Oh my god, he's! I bet you it's like his staff. It's probably like his like like. He also posted some Egyptian thing today on Instagram. He's just he's a weird yeah. guy, man. He is a weird dude, mm-hmm. but he's playing really good basketball. So are the Nets. Uh, yeah, Harden just crazy, man. It, it, it's crazy to even look back to. 
27 games ago, 28 games ago before the season started and how many teams were like, yeah, we can't give up. We can't give up assets for this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. Oh, well, good for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about tonight's games. And let's, oh, well, we got to start with uh, Pelicans Blazers, which Great seems game. like every time either one of these teams plays, we're probably leading with them or, or we're talking about them pretty close to the top of the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's because you have Zion Williamson, who is statistically playing out of his mind, out of his apps. I mean, he's averaging like 30 over the past five or something like that. Uh, playing against a guy who has got to be, I mean, you said he's plus 2,800 right now, but I would argue that Damian Lillard is, has put himself firmly in the MVP conversation yeah, the way he's I, playing I, and the way they're playing. I think that number is going to change. I checked two books tonight. He was plus 2,800 and plus 2,500, and I don't think they have time to update after tonight's performance. Blazers win 126-124. He had 43 points, um, a dagger at the end, a game winner. Was it a game winner? Or just, it was. It was. They, were down, they were down one I don't remember how much time exactly was left, but down one Lonzo ball, who actually like, look, it's so hard to guard Damian Lillard, but he did some good things that I will mention, but yeah, obviously you can't stop. can't stop Damian Lillard, but uh, just went right by him, went up, made a layup, got an and one. They went by two and there, and it was him. And it was basically this whole game. I mean, other guys were doing some things, but, and this game was just basically Zion and Damian Lillard, just especially in the second half. It's just one guy scored on one end, one guy scored on the other end, one guy scored. It was, I mean, it was like a true superstar battle, even though they're obviously not guarding each other. It was a battle of which star can just put their team on their back and get it done. And Damian Lillard is just, he's doing it every night. I tweeted earlier, there are, many, there are not many things that are as fun in the NBA at the moment as watching Damian Lillard in a close game at the end of the game. It's and just, he, it's just insane. He's truly doing it by himself. Nurkic and McCollum are out. They've won six straight. They're now up to fourth in the West. That's yeah. an MVP resume, like yeah. doing it truly alone. And they're going to get, they're just going to be a better team when they get those guys back. Like, I, it's not like they're, they're playing better because they're missing those guys or something crazy like that. Like his numbers might take a hit, but this team is going to be, just winning a ton of games when they get, get to full strength. The only perimeter play I'll say, I would, I'm going to say this. The only perimeter player in the NBA right now that I feel more comfortable when the ball leaves his hands is Kevin Durant. Cause I like his whole career. I've always felt like anytime the ball goes up, it's going in. It's just the way his shot looks Yeah. right now. And I, even over Kyrie, even though Kyrie's playing amazing, Steph does not really look, I mean, actually, Steph has been playing pretty good up until tonight. tonight yeah, tonight he's not. Um, but even 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 as good as those guys are playing, I think watching Dame every time he shoots, I'm like, this shot looks like it's going in. Mm-hmm. He's like in a different zone right now. Truly, so. uh, and it overshadows the fact that Zion did play another really good offensive game. But it's another game where their defense stunk, and he. There, he's their leading scorer, and they lose. Brandon Ingram only takes twelve shots. 
it's hard. It's weird, right? Because I harp on this, him being the leading scorer and it impacting other guys' ability to score. They scored 124 points. Yeah, that was not the issue. The they shot the ball well, 15 of 32 from three. Like the offense looked great. Their defense just fell back. Now, I did notice something must have happened to Steven Adams. He must have got hurt. He only played 10 minutes. Willie Hernan Gomez played 29 minutes and had seven, 11 points and 17 rebounds. Uh, but um, because I didn't see – by the time I started watching that game, I didn't see Steven Adams on the floor. Uh, saying a sickening ankle injury. Sickening? Uh, somebody – CBS Sports says ankle sprain, another outlet – Who's probably just trying to get clicks? The says, sickening. sickening you know what that's injury. from? You know what that's from? No, no, it's a from um, Master of. Have you ever seen Master of None? No, I need to watch that with Aziz. Oh right, God, yeah, I gotta, gotta watch that. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of the best shows ever. But he's he gets a he gets a a job like he's an actor in the mm-hmm. show, and he gets a job on a like a really like uh like corny like sci fi. TV show called The Sickening, and it's like about like a disease called the sickening. <laughs> you ever see Crash? Yeah. We just finished up Crashing. Any stand-up comedy fan? I didn't really out. like Crashing. I liked Crashing only because of like the guest appearances and stuff. Yeah, Pete Holmes kind of not my cup of tea, but I thought the Me show either. was good. He's yeah. definitely a acquired taste. One of my best friends is just like lo- absolutely loves him. Yeah, no, um, that's definitely not why I like the show, but. Yeah. Anyways, sickening ankle the sickening. Sickening. Uh, Apparently, it was pretty bad. Someone else says it was scary. Oh well, that sucks. Um, now that being said, well, hopefully he's okay. Steven yeah. Adams. Hopefully, Steven Adams is okay. <laughs> uh, we need Steven Adams in the basketball, but it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I've practiced it a lot, mm. particularly just saying Steven Adams. <laughs> Say that a lot. I say it a lot. Um, hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he, his ankle's okay. The sickening ankle, but their defense has just been awful all year. So mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't really know what the answer is. They're just not a very good defensive team right now, but Zion, he's just taking his game to another level. You've been on, I mean, everybody other than me has been on this. I can't, it's hard for me to buy in to how good he's playing because they've lost four or five. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, you know, he hasn't done it in the playoffs and I do think that matters. That that matters big time, you know, they got to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like that's where I was like, most stars, if they were doing this and their team was losing, everyone would be like, well, who cares? Like James Harden. If he was on the Rockets and he was having th- and he was averaging thirty a game, but they didn't make the playoffs. Everybody was selfish, right? Ball hog, this and that. But everyone wants Zion to succeed really badly, and he's young. And yeah, and he hasn't even played a full season. And but yeah. this team was supposed to be a playoff team. Is yeah. supposed to be a playoff team. So at some point, you have to. There's got to be accountability. If he's going to be their main guy and they're going to run their offense through him, and he's going to be their leading scorer, and they don't make the playoffs, something's got to give. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's the other guys, but still, I mean, most other stars, if they were playing the way he's playing and this team was losing every night, he would take the blame. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe they'll turn it around. They, they, and, they, and they're also losing to not great team. Like they obviously Portland's playing great, uh, but they lost to like Chicago. 
Detroit. Detroit. They're not losing to good teams. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. It's good for the league for him to keep playing well because of the hype. Like they just want him to be great. He's going to be an all star. So that's good for the all star game. Maybe he'll be in the dunk contest because, like, can non all star people even go to all star? Like, I don't know. If I'm the Pelicans, there's no shot he's allowed to do the dunk contest. But that, that's why? Just, <laughs> I, I feel are you like, afraid of him getting hurt? Yeah, I am actually. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he is. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they got to figure that defense out because they're they're ruining right now a pretty remarkable second year by that guy. Um, and like I said, Dame, man, just what what a year he's having. Mm-hmm. By the way, Golden State pulled. Yep, cut five. it to three. Three. Yep, it's three it on five. My... I thought it was five. No, Eric Pascal just had a fast break layup. If Miami loses this game. There's no, there's no doubt that it's panic mode. Like, yeah. Yeah. But let's, is... well, let's wait and see what happens. Let's wait okay. and see what happens. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's go to um, your 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 boys. Mm-hmm. Philly beat the Rockets one eight. The Philly, I mean, they did everything in their power tonight to lose this game. Oh yeah, they they beat the Rockets one eighteen one thirteen. But what was their biggest? They were up at one point. I want to say their biggest lead was they were up twenty nine. Yeah, they they and they end up winning by five. Absolutely dismantled the Rockets in the first half. The Rockets looked like they were sleepwalking; nothing was going right for them. And then Sixers proceeded to turn the ball over twenty times and almost ended up blowing it. At the, I mean, that that's crazy to to blow that type of deficit and not cruise to an easy win. You know, Embiid's got to play thirty seven tough minutes. You hate hate that in a game where you're up by that amount. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Embiid was dominant, and, and he made sure they won this game. He almost had a triple-double. I mean, nine assists, that's a great number. That is a really great number, nine assists, because they were clearly early on trying to make sure he was doubled every time he touched it, um, and he made them pay with a nine assists. Um, Seth Curry is awesome, by the way. If, Steph, if Seth Curry doesn't have this game tonight, 25 points, um, yeah, sure. five from three, they're probably going to lose this game in an unacceptable loss. Um, my real takeaway from the Rockets, and it's brutal, it's just Boogie cannot move anymore, man. It's it's like he's just an absolute shell of himself. And he's still putting up like decent numbers, but he just can't move. Like yeah. that's how talented he is. He he put up 19 and 8 tonight and looked immobile doing it. Yeah. So this is a weird game. Sixers escape. Rockets are in oh are God. in deep shit. They're just I'm sorry. Without I'm just... Christian Wood, they're they're just I'm just watching what's about to happen right here. Uh, so oh. I'm usually ahead of you slightly. Yeah. Or do you have your cable hooked up now? No, I'm watching the stream, oh. but it's not looking good. Um, anyways. Yeah. The Rockets are a mess. I texted you at the beginning when they were down 29. I'm like, how these guys are in a mess, huh? And it, mm-hmm. it just looked like they were going to get blown out again. Uh, I guess there's no moral victories here. Like, It's not like they're... Not when it's seven straight at this point. Yeah. Now. Uh, Embiid though, just continuing to stay as the what co front runner for MVP at this point, I think so. And a number that's really that they Sixers are 19 and 10, they're one and five without him. So, yeah, like, like I was gonna like, yeah, if value is really the important thing, but it, it, the thing about that is 
when you're comparing it to LeBron, LeBron never misses games. Right. So you don't so know what that, they would be. Obviously they, be. they would be terrible without him, but you don't mm-hmm. know because he doesn't sit. Yeah. Uh, so it's hard to take that into account when you're comparing those type of players. Right. But, uh, oh my God, dude, tie game. I, I do think when, you know, if you're not watching the Sixers very much, but then you get to the playoffs and you catch some Sixers games, people are going to be pretty shot. Like Seth Curry looks like a different player. Seth Curry is playing out of his mind. I hope at some point we get to see Seth and Steph play on the same team. That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. And then have Dell come out of retirement. <laughs> or Dude. You could coach. Dude, you got a Dell Curry. You don't even know what that reference is either. I don't. The Dell commercials. Do you even know what Dell is? The yeah, computers? I know what Dell. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember, dude? You're getting a Dell or whatever the commercial was, dude. You got to get a Dell or some shit like that. Oh. It was a very popular Dell commercial campaign. I it's, one day I'm going to make a reference on the show that you know. I know some of your references, but there's a lot that I, I don't know. But I do know what a Dell is. Yeah, that's good. You got to. We, we were a gateway dude, family growing up. Though. You got to get a Dell, and this game's going overtime. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. This is so the Heat lose to the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And now without Draymond Green, who the Warriors are a drastically different team without that guy, as we've mm-hmm. noted. They're going overtime. Um, it Terrible. also needs to be said that Seth Curry is six for twenty, having one of the worst games of oh, his Steph entire Curry. Career. I thought you said yeah, Seth Curry. I'm actually may have. So Steph Curry. Missed a career high 13 three pointers tonight, and Golden State without Draymond Green's hanging with Miami. It's, it, I think it's panic time if they lose this game. <laughs> it's, this is horrible. I think it might be panic time, anyways. Um, I just, I don't know how you, you, I mean, it's just like yeah. three totally unacceptable losses if they lose tonight in the span of five games, something like that. The Wizards' loss is still blowing my mind. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Over time. The Hawks. Remember what I said yesterday about the Hawks, right? No Lloyd Pierce. Mm. Nate McMillan coaching for him. They come out. They beat the Celtics. No Kemba. No Kemba. But still, uh, Trey Young. Probably his most efficient shooting game of the season, 14 of 20 from the field. He went for 40. They played pretty good defense for the majority of the game, except for here's what's interesting about Trey Young. He had 40 points and he was plus two. Yeah, that's insane. He had eight turnovers. And when he was on the floor, their defense was horrible. And he still, but he had 40. So people, that's what people will look at. They won't Mm -hmm. look at the fact that. His defense was horrible. He turned the ball over a lot, whatever. It is what it is. He did shoot the ball really well. This is one of the best games I've seen them play this year. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if they go on a little run here while Lloyd Pierce is out and then they come and then he comes back and it all falls apart again, Nate McMillan's a good coach. You know, 
sucks. And we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Like I wouldn't be shocked if there's big time headbutting going on between Trey Young and uh, Lloyd Pierce. So I don't know. Could, I don't know. That would suck to have a. Is it his first kid? We know Lloyd Pierce is out. Oh, no, paternity like leave. Second okay. kid or third kid? I don't know. He might have twelve. I know it's not his first. <laughs> no, I was just saying it would be terrible. No, no, if this I, is like his first kid, and it cost him his job or something. Like now, I don't have a. I don't have kids. I don't have any kids. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if I will, but. I do feel like second kid. Mm. You're in a you're in a huge you're you've lost seven of eight. You leave in the middle. Of, I mean, you you either feel really comfortable about your situation, or you maybe you know the writings on the wall. I don't know. Like, I get it. Being there for the birth of a child is important to a lot of people, but you, you were there for one of them. The kid's never going to know. I don't like who's it, who is it important to other than maybe like the, obviously his wife the being wife, there to yeah, support her. It's, it's huge. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like athletes miss it. Like athletes miss the birth of their children to play in games. So, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's his choice. I'm not like knocking. I'm just saying second kid. It's weird. I, it's like, I, this is something a ton of people disagree on. And I've heard both sides. Like some dudes are really, I forget who it was an NFL player. Somebody is pa- really passionate. An NFL veteran saying like he has he missed a couple games because of the birth of his kids and uh, doesn't regret it at all. It's the right decision. I don't know. I'm going to stay away from this one because yeah, I don't have kids and I don't think I'm having kids ever. So yeah, but I'm not. I'm not knocking again. It is his decision. It's fine. Like if he wants to do it, I do think it's got to be a tough decision when your team has lost seven of eight. Yeah. Now you're going on a road trip. Your things are just sort of falling apart for your team, and then you're just going to leave and let. Nate McMillan is a very good coach. Coach your team. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I would, I would feel like, oh man, am I going to have a job when I get back? I, there is, yes, I'm with you that there is a decision to be made. It's, it's not like a yeah. foregone. Conclusion. Also, here's the thing. I would say this too. In, in this situation, right? The wife, his wife, probably really wants him there and really wants him to support her and all that. She probably also really wants him to support their family, which he can't do if he doesn't have a job. <laughs> like, so there is, you know, I don't know. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting conundrum for the guy. Yeah. Hey, hopefully the, the kid. Hopefully he just keeps his job. How about that? Like, hopefully this doesn't cost him his job. Yeah, they need we'll to turn see. things around. Uh, good win for the Celtics because they've been playing bad. I love Peyton Pritchard. I don't know if I talked no, about Celt- that. No, Celtics lost, right? Or god damn, what am I talking about? Celtics, bad loss for the Celtics. Yeah, bad lo- yeah Celtics remain a mess. <laughs> uh no, yeah. Bad loss for the Celtics. What am I talking about? I'm just I keep I'm I'm like half watching. I know this. I'm I've got like my left eye on the this heat game, but um, um yeah, another bad loss for the Celtics. But I still love Peyton Pritchard. So <laughs> that is, is unaffected by the score. That doesn't change anything. Uh what was the next game we were gonna go to? Uh, a couple to pick from Denver oh, Wizards. Yeah. Wizards beat uh the Nuggets 130-128. This is another bad loss for the Nuggets, but silver lining, I guess, is that this is probably the best Jamal Murray's looked since the bubble. 
35 points. He had 19 in the fourth quarter. He hit the three to put the game into overtime uh, at the end. And it was a deep three. Like he was, or to not, not overtime, to tie it before Brad Beal got fouled and hit the free throws to win the game. So he hit the three at the end, deep three. He was unconscious in the fourth quarter. So they're not playing very good right now. They are a bad defensive team. Bad defensive team right now. But Jokic and Jamal Murray combining for 88 points or 68 points, I guess there's some silver lining there for that team. Yeah. I mean, Davis Bertans going nine for 11 for three points. I mean, that's kind of your game right there. If somebody was nine for 11 off the bench, they've won three in a row. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're playing solid. They're getting some solid wins, but yeah, I think it's more the Nuggets. They're they're they've got some concerns, but you know, when some guy gets that hot, it's just kind of like you're going to lose that game. I think. Um, I'm not. Uh, Nuggets do seem to have a couple bad losses like piling up on them, or like I feel like when we do spend time on them, it's because they lost like a weird game to the Kings or something. They gave up 50 points in the paint. Yeah, that that's not good. You know what uh, would help that? If they had a rim protector who was like absurdly tall or something, yeah, and really athletic and sounded sort of like a unicorn, hmm. yeah, well, there's nothing they can yeah, do. Yeah, I guess they that. don't, it's not many teams that have an option like that. Who'd they lose to the other? They lost a bad game the other night, too. Let me check real quick. I mean, they oh. lost to the Kings recently, um, they lost to the Celtics last night with Celtics are struggling, right? Um, yeah, so it, their bad losses were were the Kings now and now the Wizards and I mean I'd like to beat the Celtics when they're playing that bad. Exactly, uh, and this I mean this is a bad loss for them. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I wonder like if they still no Will Barton, which is a big deal for them defensively. Uh, no Paul Millsap, but I don't know if that's like the big difference defensively. I don't know. Like Monty Morris was back. They just can't guard, man. That's crazy. Yeah, Hundred thirty-five points or hundred thirty points to the uh, to the Wizards. Yeah, it's a bad. That's a really. And Brad bad Beal only had tw- and Brad. Be- I understand like Bertans went off, but Brad Beal only had twenty-five, and you gave up hundred and thirty points. Mm-hmm. Oof, rough, rough for them. Jokic continues to just be absurd. I wonder. I wonder at what point he's going to get frustrated. Yeah, I mean, they still have a winning record. It's not like they're at risk of missing the playoffs, but, I mean, seeding is going to matter, especially in the West. So they keep losing weird-ass games like this. I would imagine he's going to get pretty pissed. But I, I think they turn – I bet you – that I think this is a team that gets very, very hot at some point in the regular season. They're just too good. They're just too good to uh, to not go on a run here. I think I just saw on a graphic that Kent Bazemore has 24 points. Good God, Miami. <laughs> This is like this episode. We just keep getting like torn back into this. Yeah, well, it's because it's 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 a close game. It's overtime game. It's it's a good game too. We rarely do this where we, you know, we start recording during the fourth quarter and then we get a great game live on the show. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I have a tied game. Oh, I don't think it's tied anymore. Uh, what else? Wizards. Pacers beat the T-Wolves, but I will say this about the T-Wolves watching them. This game went to overtime too, and they're playing good basketball. Like they, amazing. What Towns does, it's just it's um, incredible. They're, they're a completely different team with Towns back. 
Malik Beasley's a star. Like I said the other day, they just have a lot of young talent that can score the ball. Like Anthony Edwards didn't really do anything in this game, and they still yeah. almost beat the Pacers. Malik Beasley at 18. Nas Reed at 18. Or Malik Beasley at 31. Nas Reed at 18. Um, but like their last couple games, if they barely lost to the, to the Lakers, right? And then they beat someone. God, why can't I pull these schedules up? Um, Do you remember what the – sorry, this is random. How did Malik Beasley get to Minnesota? Because, like, Denver could use him right now, man. That, he was part of a trade for – oh, my God. Who did – let me check. Denver got – I don't remember. Oh, yeah, they beat Toronto. And then they lost a close one to the Lakers and then a close one to the Pacers in overtime. Like they're, they're playing competitive basketball, which is all you can really ask from this team after the way their season started and has gone all year. Uh, Yeah. And cat is, it does. I mean, it just totally changes the dynamic of that, that team, everything about them. Um, Are you looking up that Um, trade? Yeah. I'm looking at it. It was a massive, it was like the Clint Capella deal. Um, Robert Covington was part of the deal. Hmm. Evan Turner was a part of the deal. Like it, there's a bunch of teams involved, but I'm trying Denver didn't really get anybody back. That was any good. Oh, Denver gets Juan Hernan Gomez and Jared Vanderbilt or no. Cause he's on Minnesota now. I don't know. Malik Be- Beasley. The point is Malik Beasley is playing out of his mind and would really help a contender like Denver right now. Yeah. Hey, I've, I've seen a lot of teams out there or a lot of people out there, wondering if he would ever get moved or at work. I think he's going to have to get paid or unless they already paid him. Um, but yeah, uh, a couple more games from Wednesday night before. We should mention, sorry. We, we Sabonis went absolutely ballistic and for the Pacers and he is, oh man, he, he's so good. He, he's gotta be a, an all-star, a starting all-star, right? Like, I don't know. It's I don't know. Close. The voting is out. I mean, they, they have voting updates. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't really pay attention to it because I don't care about this year's all-star. I feel like yeah, it's a stupid. Point. Brogdon went off too. This team's going to be good when they're healthy. I know. I just don't know if they'll be... ever be healthy this year. I know. I was listening to a local radio today and um, they were talking about the heat and they were asking who's the team like the heat that would scare you if you had to play them in the playoffs. And they did no, no one said the Pacers because I just don't think people realize that like they're playing really good basketball and they don't have their two best scorers probably. Yeah. Like just pure scorers like TJ Warren and Karis LeVert are their two best pure scorers and they don't have them. I'm reading an update on LeVert right now. He says he's close to return to non-contact basketball activities. That's amazing. So that's that's awesome. amazing news. Yeah. That's cool. What about TJ Warren? Uh, he is cleared to begin his rehab, but isn't close to participating in on-court drills. I didn't realize how bad that foot injury was. Yeah, me neither. Um, well, yeah, when they get – it may not even be this year, but when they get healthy, when they one day when that team gets healthy, they're going to be damn good. Yeah. Tough out. And in the Eastern Conference, you never know. We've seen it. We've seen it. That can get you all the way to the finals. Yeah, you just never know. Uh, all right, the last couple games from Wednesday night, to hit as we, as this heat Warriors game wraps up, Warriors are up three with 30 seconds left, 32 seconds left. Chicago, Detroit, Chicago beats Detroit uh, 105, 102, but this game is notable 
because Jeremy Grant had 43 career high. Love it. Love to see it. Uh, I was going to pose the question of whether Julius Randle could get most improved based on entire body of work, because not only is he scoring more, but he's averaging a double-double. He's doubled his assists, and he's shooting 40% from three. I don't think he can. I think it's yeah. Jeremy Grant. I think Jeremy Grant's got it locked up. Especially after the Christian Wood injury, which, I mean, yeah. it's not like Christian Wood's out of the running, but he'd have to come back totally healthy. But what Grant, what Jeremy Grant is doing is just incredible because he's a bona fide number one scorer, not for a good team. So that, I mean, but he's averaging 23 I didn't think there was I, – I would have bet a lot of money he was not going to score 40 points in a game this season. If you Ever. Asked, I, Ever. I would, I would, yeah, I would have bet a lot of money that he Ever. wouldn't. Um, to me, he was a super high-end role player, and that's probably what he is on Steph a good – Curry, golly, he's so <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm definitely behind. Oh, my God. What a joke. Bad loss for the Heat. Steph Curry's a – is it ridiculous? It's a dagger. That's just the definition of a dagger. For those before we'll get back to Jeremy Graham, but 32 seconds left. Steph Curry just shakes Kendrick Nunn out of his shoes, hits a fallaway step back three with 16 seconds left. The Warriors are up six. Before that shot, he was four of 19 from three, <laughs> which is amazing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um yeah, Jeremy Grant, and you know what I, you know what I was thinking while I was watching Jeremy Grant go off, I was, I said, I was watching him play, and he, a couple of his drives, the way he scored, and he has long, the long arms and the athletic finishes, and then he can knock down jumpers too. It's like this, this is what the Raptors paid Pascal Siakam to do. Mm, yeah, they like he is what the Raptors were hoping they would get out of Pascal Siakam. Yeah. The, what he's doing right now, you're now the point you made is good that he's doing it on a terrible team and Siakam is on a playoff team probably, but still watching what he's doing this year, that's what they paid max money to get out of Siakam. Mm-hmm. And I think he's They're similar players. He, he, I do. They are similar. I think Jeremy Grant is way more athletic. I think Jeremy Grant's like one of the most athletic players in the yeah. league. He's one of the best defenders. He is a great defender, but for, I'm just saying as a no, I see it yeah, as a no, lead scorer. I mean, because like mm-hmm. when you pay someone max money, they should be your lead scorer or one yeah. of your lead scorers, which I guess he is, but like you can't count on him. Yeah. Um, and he like overshadows another 37 from Zach Levine, another good win. I mean, every win for the Bulls, they're playing good basketball. I like what they're doing. Zach Levine is just, is he an all-star? Yeah. Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be at least, um, probably not a start. Well, definitely not a starter, but he's averaging 28 a game. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. They're half a game out of the playoffs. They're in the nine seed right now. And he's playing, he's playing unbelievable. He's so good. He's fun to watch. We talked about him a lot the other day, so we don't have to go crazy on him, but. I, I, I hope the Bulls make the playoffs. I don't know why. I think I said it in our offseason show that this is, I mean, yeah. they're not necessarily, I mean, they're still three games under 500. They're not exactly overachieving yet, but I just like their young pieces. Yeah. I, I think, uh, kind of like the Knicks, right? It's like storied franchises that have been bad for so long, like mm-hmm. turning things around. It's just interesting to watch. Yeah. But, uh, they could do it. Patrick Williams looks good. I don't think, uh, 
Markinen's still not playing, right? He's still hurt. Uh, you know who actually under the radar for this team having a great year, a dare I say Draymond Green esque year? Okay. Thaddeus Young. Nice. He just do, does everything. Defends. Look at nine points, ten rebounds, seven assists, two steals, and a block in this one. Just does a little bit of everything. They play him at the four. They play him at the five. Just wherever he needs to be. He's a guy that uh, if I was a team trying to get a piece, like if I needed a four, I would I would call them. And yeah. See what what that would be a great piece for the Heat to add. To be honest, with any you. team, any yeah. any of these teams that need front court depth. But yeah, he he would be good because he also does a lot of the same stuff Bam does in those high. Uh, like those dribble handoffs, pick and roll actions, and he can make a corner three. Defends. Damn, he's been. I, it's crazy that he's only thirty two. He seems like he should be like thirty five. He was at. He, yeah, I mean, he's. He was at Georgia Tech when I was at Florida State. Yeah, and I was at Florida State over ten years ago, twelve years ago. So and he was super young. Like he played a year at Georgia Tech, but he was still, I think, seventeen when he when he got to the league. Some or like uh, no, or no, no, eighteen. I think. Impossible. Probably eighteen. Probably nineteen. But maybe he like just turned nineteen. He was like freakishly young for having a year in college. I remember. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they look good. Patrick Williams. He's. I mean, he's been up and down, but you could just see like there's something there with that kid. Mm-hmm. He is. He is a big dude, and he's super athletic. Yeah, they're fun. Good for Billy Donovan. I mean, Billy Donovan, my biggest question with him coming into the year was, like, can he coach a team that doesn't have a first ballot Hall of Famer? He's sort of uh, proving that he's got this thing rolling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's a first ballot Hall of Famer on this roster that we don't know about yet. <laughs> Probably Patrick Williams. Well, I mean, I guess if Zach Levine averages 30 for like 10 straight years. Yeah, that, that should do it for him. Uh, but, yeah, not at the moment. Um. Memphis beat OKC. Don't need to talk about that. Unless there's something that you want to talk about from that. But don't uh, think need to talk about that. John Morant and Zion Williamson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Helped me win 200 bucks tonight, which is pretty awesome. So they had to nice combine to get 48. Yeah, 48. And uh, John Morant did not have a good scoring night, but he did have a triple double because he's the shit. I love that guy. Um, Memphis is now. <laughs> it's so weird that Memphis is 12 and 12 because of all the games they've missed. Yeah. Yeah, they're, that's, it. that's they're, all I got to say yeah. about that one. I have nothing to say about that game. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. OKC competitive till the end, and then they lose. So they do. They've done in every game this year. Horford didn't play. Um, I wonder if they're holding him out. Maybe they're trading him. I don't know. Uh, the only other game other than this Heat game that just ended, Knicks got blown out by the Magic, which is a is kind of a bad loss because the Magic are banged up. Terrence Ross went nuts in this game and the Knicks were, were rolling. Like they were, they could have been 500 with this win. One of the few teams in the East at 500. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a bad loss, but it is what it is. Like they're not that great of a team yet. They're going to lose games. Mm-hmm. Especially this when Terrence been, Ross goes up this, crazy. This would have been a nice win just to like, I mean, it's, it's just weird that just being a 500 team as opposed to a team, two games under, it just makes you feel different. I'd have to imagine. Um, yeah. Well, and they were on a win streak too. I think. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they're not good enough where you're like, oh, what are they doing losing to the Magic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a good. Julius uh, Randle goes for 25 again, though. I mean, Derrick Rose only played 16 minutes. It's kind of weird. Quickly. Wolf. One for 12. Yeah. 
But Austin Rivers does appear to be out of the rotation, which I like a lot. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, you love that. Uh, Magic are actually, they are getting healthier. I mean, I think this is one of the few times I remember seeing Terrence Ross and Evan Fournier both play and Al Farouk Aminu is playing for them now. He only played 10 minutes, but that's a big addition to that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they get healthy, it's the East, man. They can make the playoffs. They can make yeah. a run. Let's see if I can figure out how how is um Jonathan Isaac he's just out for the year right he's he's yeah it was a yeah Yeah, it was a neat thing yeah um all right yeah and then I guess the only other thing is this heat game that just ended uh did we hit not that it's an important game Utah Clippers not much there there was no but didn't I mention off the top that we didn't need to talk about it it was a total drubbing yeah yeah we I mean we kind of hit it off the top Mm-hmm. No there Kawhi, still like nine minutes left. Co- yeah, no yeah. Kawhi, no Paul George. They would have won three in a row without those guys, but I mean, they shouldn't. And Utah's won what nineteen of twenty now? Something stupid. Yeah, they're twenty-four and five. It's amazing. I mean, Gobert had twenty and 20, twenty-three and twenty. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what's going to happen, man. I, I they. I think you said this at one point. And I've now seen other people making the comparison to the Hawks team that won 60 games. Hmm. Yes, I did say that. It's just the pieces. This team's better. This team's better. This team's better. But this team is in in the West, which is a tougher conference. So I could see it being a similar situation where Mm -hmm. they just continue to roll through the regular season and then lose in the playoffs. Yeah, it's just so crazy what Gobert, Gobert, my boy Rudy Gobert brings to the table. Like he's, I just don't like his game, but he's just undeniably just a like he just wins you games on the defensive end. And there's mm-hmm. probably only three or four guys in the whole league that can do that for you. And then you just got possible superstar in Donovan Mitchell, and then a bunch of guys that just all play well together. And it's 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 and Quinn Snyder is like the maestro that's making the whole thing work. Um, I'm really curious to see if they uh, make the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Heat ended up losing – what was the final score? It wasn't One, good. 121-12 to Golden State. They were up by – at one point, the Heat were up by 19. Uh, no Draymond Green who, as we noted many times, this team is not very good without him this year. Uh, God, the Heat are just – it's time. They got to do something or this season's just going to be a wreck or continue to be a wreck. Something has to be done out there. Mm -hmm. These losses, I mean, back-to-back, unacceptable losses. Totally unacceptable. Um, we, how many times have we said how terrible this Golden State team is without Draymond? And they looked it for most of the game. Steph has a horrible game. D- on your end, uh, for your box score, does it, do you see 18 turnovers or 15 for Miami? Because I'm seeing it two different ways. It's weird. They do on NBA.com. They have individual turnovers, just like players. And then they, they have team turnovers, which I think is like shot clock violations count as team oh, turnovers. Okay. So Miami had 15 turnovers and then they had three team turnovers. Gotcha. Still way too many. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And like, but I did go back thing. and look at, I did go back and look at last year mm-hmm. and they turned the ball over a ton last year too. I think it's the, the defense. I don't know. It's just everything, the, man. They're just a and, mess, and man. The predictability on offense you've harped on that a lot. And, mm-hmm. and I buy it. I don't know. This whole, this whole seems too big to uh, like right now. Do you think they make the playoffs? If you had to, if you had to put money on it with this current roster, no. Uh, can you believe like that's just remarkable i mean the way they're playing i don't see how you could say yes right like i guess it's whether you believe they that they can get super hot because they have to at this point they i mean a six game win streak gets them back to 500 which is ridiculous you know and they're just playing terrible yeah it's not good man it's not good but I don't know what the answer is. I, the answer is they got to make, they got to do something. They got to shake it up. We, we say that every day. Mm-hmm. We literally just say it every day. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it just looks to me like it should be coming clearer and clearer to everybody that they're not going to play their way through this one. You know, it's just <laughs> when you're 11 and 17 and losing to two just super shorthanded teams in a row, you've got to shake it up. Yeah. And they this road trip, so now they've gone, they've gone, it's four games on this West Coast road trip. They beat the Rockets, who we've established are it a mess right now, and now they've lost three in a row. And their wins before that were two against the Knicks, which is whatever, and then a win against the Wizards. So they haven't beat a good team in a very long time. <laughs> and do you remember now we've been recording this podcast for 48 minutes before we were hit record. I said, this is one of the best games I've seen the heat play this year. Yeah. And yeah. it was and it enter, entering the fourth quarter, just like as an all around their defense would look good. They're spreading the ball around. They're scoring, they're shooting well. And they just fall. That's even more. I mean, losing like the Clippers game, they were just outplayed the whole game. Now they come out. Okay. Statement. We got to make a statement. We lost to the Clippers without Kawhi and Paul George, and then they blow it. I'm looking at their entire schedule right now, and I don't think they've beaten a good team since the fourth game of the year when they beat the Bucks, which is remarkable. They have a win against Toronto, but Toronto was not playing well at all at that point in time. Um, all their wins are against like Detroit, OKC, Washington. It's, it's pretty bad. This is really bad. Sacramento, they've got to win against Sacramento. Oof. Yeah, I think it's officially panic time. Yeah, I think you um, got to call it panic time. I understand that they're not that far out of the playoffs because it's the East. But they're in sort of this impossible situation where the expectations are set so high that this, because of the final, like this team maybe is just not a finals team or well, not maybe like right now they're not a finals team, but because mm-hmm. this basically the same roster went to the finals last year, the expectation, the bar is set so high yeah. that this is panic mode now. Like you have to, something's got to be done because the expectations are not just to make the playoffs. The expectations are to make the playoffs and be a top four team and compete to win the East. Yep. And you're going to be scratching and calling the rest of the way, the way they're playing to even make the playoffs. Yeah. Panic time. I wonder Official. if you can. I'm going to try to bet. Hit the panic tomorrow. It, I Go wonder what their the odds panic are. Room. 
can I make my point, Joey? <laughs> yes. I, I, I really want to see what the odds are for them to make the playoffs, if I can find it somewhere, because I think that's a pretty interesting bet. Um, I'll follow up with the odds. Look in tomorrow. the dictionary next to the word panic. You see I'll see their odds. face. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of panic things at this point. Yeah. Um. What was that contract that got signed in baseball today? That 12, 14 year contract? Yeah. Fernando Tatis Jr. signed a, a whopper of a deal. I don't really understand how that's possible. I'm going to be 50 by the time that contract yeah, ends. That, that's that actually, but like, that, that was a mortality me moment for me today mm-hmm. where I was just like, oh my God. That's crazy. It's my also going by quick. Outrageous that just all that money is guaranteed. He's just, he's going to get 300 something million dollars no matter what happens. And then in football, like <laughs> if you get dinged up, they're just like, oh, we're going to cut you and save. So $10 here's the thing. I don't, here's what I don't understand. Like, so when obviously we're about to wrap up the show because we're not even talking about basketball anymore. But when Pat Mahomes signed his contract, the 10 year five, uh, 500 million, mm-hmm. I thought it was a mistake because the cap, like in five years, he's going to be like the sixth highest paid quarterback in the league or seventh. Like, because as the cap goes up, the demand goes up, quarterback demand goes up, and contracts go up. So, like, in a few years, he's not going to be the highest paid. Like, he basically negotiated himself out of even more money in, like, four or five years as long as he stays healthy. Now, it's football, so it's different. Is it the same thing? Like, if Fernando Tatis Jr. is the face of baseball, in, like, six years, is he going to be underpaid? Um. Because he signed a 14 year deal. He might not be maximizing like his earning potential, but I don't know if you'd call him underpaid and the well, underpaid relative like, to his value. Yeah. But well, the other thing is like, he's making 300 million. He's not underpaid, but relative to the value and the market, because there will be players at his position that are making more money than him. Yes. Yes. But I think the, like the, the reason it's so crazy is that he's 22 years old and it, this happens so often in baseball where a 22 year old, 23 year old is, just dominating and then they get figured out, you know, he can't hit this or here's a series of pitches that he can't figure out, you know, so he could fall off a cliff in three years, all that money's guaranteed. So his agent did an unbelievable job. I think, um, hopefully he's a great player for the next 14 years, but he could, he could easily be an average player in five years. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy to me. I'm glad that they have limits on contracts in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, baseball's a mess with that. I mean, obviously football. I mean, dude, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to me, not only that he signed a 10-year, that like a guy like Mahomes signs a 10-year deal and he could get hurt tomorrow and be done, but also that in like four years, Baker Mayfield could be making more money than him. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, if he stays healthy, basically, yeah. If Baker Mayfield stays healthy and just puts up 28 to 30 touchdowns for four years, he'll he'll get a record. He could get a record deal for sure. It doesn't even have to be a record. At a certain yeah, point, just, they're just the with the cap going up, guys are yeah. just going to make more money. Yeah, no, right. know, it's, it's wild. All right, we've talked about other sports for too long at this point. I think we're done with this episode. Thank you all for listening. Hope you have a great day. We will be back tomorrow. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. As always, a lot of you did that yesterday. No, no. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Later. <laughs>